I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. At Michigan Capitol, it has been like this for a while. Our community is struggling. My husband is on unemployment for the first time in our life. And it's unwillingly that we're taking unemployment. We want to go back to work. We have employees. We have paychecks to issue. We have bills to pay. It's time for our state to be opened up. We're tired of not being able to buy the things that we need, go to the hairdressers, get our hair done. It's time to open up. Hi, this is new. Because of the coronavirus, I am currently staying at home in Rome, where my wife serves as the United States Ambassador to the Holy See. She's leading the embassy in dealing with all the different changes being brought about by the pandemic. To bring you this episode this week, I'm recording from my home, so you may notice a difference in audio quality. On this episode of Newt's World, State governors and leaders of local municipalities are trying to slow the spread of COVID-19. But many of these elected officials are using COVID-19 to put orders into place that make absolutely no sense, and some that even oppose our constitutional rights as Americans. We'll look at these insane orders around the country. One of the side effects of dealing with the coronavirus pandemic has been the nature of some politicians to take power and kind of run amok. I've always believed that Lord Acton was right. 
when he said that power tends to corrupt and absolute power corrupts absolutely. And what he was talking about in part wasn't so much the corruption of taking money, but the notion that you lose all connection with reality. You begin to believe that you somehow have a godlike capacity to make decisions and that everyone else around you is stupid, but you're brilliant. To a degree I didn't think would show up quite so quickly. We have a number of politicians who are living out Acton's warning and who mostly are on the left because it's on the left that you have this pattern of people who believe that they are intellectually so superior and that they have a set of values that are so superior. Remember, it was Hillary Clinton who described Trump's supporters as deplorables. Well, if you're a deplorable, why should a governor want you to make decisions when the governor who's brilliant by definition and is reminded every day how brilliant they are by their paid staff and by the left-wing news media, and so therefore as a brilliant person doing a brilliant job, why wouldn't they save the deplorable from the problem of having to make all these difficult decisions? So part of what got me to decide to talk about the tyranny of the left and the whole danger, and this will be a major part of when we talk about reopening things, part of it's gonna be rolling back government where they've just grabbed power in ways that are so stupid that they almost, I think for the average American, vindicate every contempt you've ever had for government. So Governor Whitmer, who's a sort of case study in uninformed arrogance, signed an executive order on April 9th, which stated that stores must, quote, close off areas that are dedicated to carpet or flooring, furniture, garden centers, and plant nurseries and paint. So I just want to start with this. So there were pictures put up, for example, at Home Depot and at Walmart where all of the seeds that you would plant for your spring garden were behind a rope that said, it is illegal to sell this to you. Where people who, after all, are self-isolating, staying home, might want to repaint a room in their house, but it's illegal, according to Governor Whitmer, to buy the paint. Why she thinks that furniture has anything to do with problems is just beyond me. Big box stores will also have to close areas of the store that are dedicated to things like carpet or flooring, furniture, garden centers, plant nurseries, or paint. If you're not buying food or medicine or other essential items, you should not be going to the store. Your grocery stores will remain open. Your pharmacy will remain open so you can get your prescriptions filled. Your banks and credit unions will be functioning. You can still fill your get your car with gas. Now she also has this whacked out idea that you're only allowed to be in one place. A lot of Michiganders may live around Detroit or around Grand Rapids, which are the two big population centers, but they own a place in the Upper Peninsula. And their habit for their entire lifetime has been to go to the Upper Peninsula. Well, now you can't go to the Upper Peninsula because you have to stay in the house you're already in. So even though it's now getting to be spring in Michigan, and everybody who can leaves lower Michigan to go to a beautiful area to be surrounded by lakes, you know, an area, by the way, which has a lot fewer people with the virus than Detroit. You can't go to the rural area with no virus, leaving behind the metropolitan area with virus, because the governor has decided in her infinite wisdom 
that it's illegal. I mean, these are the kind of things that make people have contempt for government. On April 15th, Vermont had 759 confirmed cases. The Agency of Commerce and Community Development directed, quote, that large big box retailers, such as Walmart, Target, and Costco, with in-store sales of food, beverage, and pharmacy, as well as electronics, toys, clothing, and the like, cease in-person sales of non-essential items in order to reduce the number of people coming into the stores. So in Vermont, if you're a grocery store, for a lot of places nowadays, both Costco and Walmart are huge grocery stores. Walmart's actually the biggest grocery store in the United States. However, they will decide which groceries are appropriate, which are inappropriate. I actually used to do this as a funny riff, and now it's actually happening. I used to talk about the idea that the liberals would eventually decide the senior citizens should not be allowed to buy certain things. And so you would have a house at Walmart that you couldn't go down if you were over 65. Now, I was doing it as a joke. And yet now that they have the power, they're doing it for real. By the way, a lot of the dumbest things are at the local government level. Because you get some person out here who won the election because they were a nice person. They'd never thought about it very much. They have all sorts of prejudices. And then suddenly they're given real power. They don't have any knowledge of what they're doing, but they simply act out their prejudices. In Howard County, Indiana, the Board of Commissioners on March 18th adopted an ordinance that effective at 5 p.m. on March 20th, there would be a public health emergency. And for a period of two weeks, only those businesses providing essential goods and services could remain open for business. Now, a lot of businesses then said immediately, well, we sell essential goods, but we also have goods that are deemed non-essential. And the complaints have come from businesses that have been closed. And so the county commissioners, in their wisdom, will decide how to distinguish. So if you have a store that has both essential and non-essential goods, you're supposed to place, and this is, quote, conspicuous signage in those departments or areas of the store where non-essential goods are offered. Now, your signs are supposed to say, I'm again quoting, these goods cannot be purchased due to the county's ordinance. So what are the non-essential goods or departments? Jewelry, furniture, home and lawn decor, toys and games, carpet, rugs, flooring, non-emergency appliances, music, books, and magazines, craft and art supplies, paint, and entertainment electronics. Now, let me point out, if you've been told to stay home and you have three or four kids, and what you could do in order to avoid a civil war in your household is buy toys and games. Clearly, this was written by a person who's single and has no notion of what they're doing. Again, if you're going to be locked up, why wouldn't you want people to be able to buy music and books? I mean, these are the kind of things that tell you some person on their own decided that maybe they don't like to paint, so they said you can't buy paint. Again, you're going to be locked up for a few weeks. You decide you want to take up painting. Ah, but the county commissioners have deemed painting to be non-essential. Now, it has nothing to do with the spread of the virus. It has to do with petty bureaucrats and petty politicians. 
From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. One of my favorites is the champagne mayor, Deborah Frank Feiner, who sadly I have to report to is a Republican. She gave herself the power. She issued an emergency decree making herself the dictator of Champagne. She has the power to discontinue the sale of alcohol, the sale of gas in any container, the sale of firearms and ammo, and she has the ability to take possession of personal property. She has a long list. There's somewhere in there where she has to decide who can and cannot buy food. These are things you find really hard to make up. So when you think about that, just remember, none of this fits the Constitution. There's no place in the Constitution that grants government the power to discriminate and decide which businesses government likes and which businesses government doesn't like. So these are the kind of things that I think you have to look at. And the fact is that everywhere you turn, you find petty politicians who are engaged in this kind of decision. I had an argument the other day with somebody because Local governments intervened and said, you could not go to a church service, even if it was held in the parking lot and you stayed in your car. Well, what was the rationale? By the way, this is in a community where the marijuana store is essential. Marijuana stores are kept open. The church is closed. That's just a function of personal prejudice. It has nothing to do with public health. No particular reason you would do it that way. So I think... We have to be aware that there's a grave danger that government will take the excuse of this kind of 
problem. And the government will then become dramatically more engaged in making decisions about your life without you having anything to say about it. And I think that's going to end up being one of the things that we most have to worry about. The fact is, when we talk about reopening the country, part of what we need to talk about is pushing back very hard on government. For example, in Mississippi, they banned all in-person church services. They implemented a citywide 5 to 10 p.m. curfew from April 7th until whenever the governor decides that he will lift it. The order that's in Greenville uh, is just massively unconstitutional. It targets churches in a way that it targets no other group. So cars and parking lots are fine. It's only a crime if the cars in the parking lot are at the church parking lot. In Mendocino County, California, which is a coastal county, about 86,000 people, they ban churches from singing, even while they're recording online worship services. Apparently, the argument being that if you have a choir that gets together, and somehow that's too large a group, unless the individual sang from home. And the order was issued on Good Friday. So whatever the Constitution about no law abridging the religious liberty sort of got lost in this. Similarly, in Mendocino County, you could have no singing or use of wind instruments, harmonicas, or other instruments that could spread COVID-19 through projected droplets, unless the recording of the event is done at one's residence at home, and involving only the members of one's household or living unit, because of the increased risk of transmission. Now, maybe it's true that a harmonica spreads it, but you know, you begin to think, There's some point here where it makes no sense. Mayor de Blasio, who as usual is off his rocker, said that he would close places of worship indefinitely if they do not follow the stay-at-home order. In fact, whether or not he could have pulled that off, I think it's dubious. I'm being really clear about the fact that we are telling them right now, do not hold services this weekend, period. It goes against everything that uh, we've put forward in terms of this state of emergency. And what will happen is uh, if there is uh, any report, and obviously anyone who sees such a service can call 311 and it will be acted on immediately. Uh, It begins with a warning uh, to disperse. If they disperse immediately, and obviously our enforcement agents would watch that happen, make sure that happens, that's fine. We just want to address the issue. If they refuse to disperse, there would be uh, fines that could be levied. I'll get you the exact dollar figure. I don't have it in front of me now, but we could do a fine. Uh, Further, if we see any recurrence, we would move immediately or refusal. We would move immediately to have the Department of Health issue an order to have the building shuttered uh, so that could not be used for those services. You have states that have very few cases. Alaska, for example has only 285 cases in the entire state. But they're prepared to implement a temporary quarantine and isolation program that has uh, non-congregate shelter solutions, including hotels, college and university dormitories, and properly modified non-traditional structures for three groups, first responders and healthcare workers, homeless families, and homeless individuals. Again, I'll let you figure out If we put enough homeless families and homeless individuals in a hotel, how are you going to get them to actually stay if they don't want to stay, given that you can't ever get them to stay anyway? But this just gives you, again, the flavor of what's going on around the country. I think that the thing you've got to think about 
is why should a sheriff, county commissioner, mayor, or governor have the power on small things? I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. I'm living right now in Rome. And I have been at home for five solid weeks. And Italy, in the middle of a tremendous crisis, has had very strict steps to keep people locked up, to say to them, if you go out, we will find you, because they were losing so many people. And the virus had taken off in a way which was amazing. But they had a simple class of solutions. Grocery stores, pharmacies, gas stations. Everything else was closed until they could defeat the virus. They based it on the notion, you've got to be able to get to a pharmacy in case you're sick. You have to be able to get to a grocery store if you are going to have the ability to eat. And if you have to drive to those two places, you've got to get to a gas station. And then they closed everything because they were terrified. Remember, at that point, Italy had lost the most people of any country in the world. And they didn't know anything else to do. Now, the question I'm interested to watch is, what do they start opening up? I can tell you in Italy, it's fascinating. The current rumor is that the first things they're going to open up are children's clothing stores, bookstores, and stores that fix coffee machines. Because if you're Italian and you can't get your espresso or your cappuccino, you're faced with a major crisis. So literally, the first three things are going to open are bookstores, that, I guess, from the grounds of people 
going crazy, being locked up. And children's clothing, I'm not sure quite why. And then coffee machine repair places. A number of women have said to me, not the hairdresser after five or six weeks, not the nails after five or six weeks, that this was clearly a decision made by a man. Just think about that whole notion. So it's one thing to say, in the middle of a great crisis, we're going to close everything down because it's the only thing we can do. I, I think we had better be better prepared than this by this fall. But I understand that. But when you start watching and seeing, what exactly are they saying? I mean, nobody in the Italian system said, we're now going to go through aisle by aisle and decide which part of the grocery store you can go to. Or we're going to go through the pharmacy aisle by aisle. They made very tough decisions and got out of the way. What's fascinating to me in the American system is the number of towns and the number of counties and the number of governors who've decided that their personal prejudice is actually the right thing to look at. And that, in fact, we should all be happy that they are deciding for us what we should be allowed to do. So I think you should pay careful attention over the next few weeks as we get beyond the immediate crisis. How rapidly can we move government back to the rule of law? How rapidly can we shrink the overwhelming desire of the bureaucracy and the politicians to control everything? And we should recognize that as important as the economy is, our personal and political freedom is equally important. And so we're in a three-front campaign. One front is defeat the virus both now and make sure we can defeat it this fall if it comes back. The second front is get the economy growing again so we can create jobs and put people back to work. The third question is, how do we make sure that we remain America, by which I mean the rule of law, the Constitution, personal liberty, and this is going to be a very serious process in which you're going to see a lot of politicians exercising their personal prejudice, not exercising, in fact, the public good or the rule of law. So. I think it's a very big question, and it's one I'll be talking about again in the near future. But I think everybody should be aware that this power grab by the politicians and the bureaucrats is a direct threat to the rule of law, a direct threat to our constitutional freedom, and that we need to be very prepared to be pretty aggressive at taking back our, our personal and our political rights as rapidly as the virus begins to recede. You can read more about the insane orders being put in place around the country on our show page at newtsworld.com. Newt's World is produced by Gingrich 360 and iHeartMedia. Our executive producer is Debbie Myers, and our producer is Garnsey Islam. The artwork for the show was created by Steve Pender. Special thanks to the team at Gingrich 360. Please email me with your comments at newt at newtsworld.com. If you've been enjoying Newt's World, I hope you'll go to Apple Podcasts and both rate us with five stars and give us a review so others can learn what it's all about. I'm Newt Gingrich. This is Newt's World. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.